Hello, people. What up? Happy Tuesday. You know what it is. It's my favorite day of the week, cannabis and Chardonnay day. I love you because I love you because I love you because I love you. How are you doing today, creative? What up, y'all? What's going on in your world today? Uh, you know, chilling, detoxing, maxing, relaxing. Keeping it cool. Stylist, how you doing today, boy? How you doing? I am okay. That's all I have to say. Today is Stylist's birthday, everyone. Everyone in the world, help me to say happy birthday to this amazing, brilliant individual that they call Stylist, the original Stylist. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Hey, hey! Far too kind, as you can see. I look like this for my birthday because <laughs> this. I'm, I'm confident, like in, in either direction. Anyway, thank you, everyone, who wished me happy birthday uh, on social media, who called my phone. I, I really appreciate uh, just the encouragement, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. I'm just grateful to have another year. Amen to that. Well, happy Amen. Birthday, brother. Like, God bless you. You're a great man. You're doing great things. And just thank you for rocking with us for like a few months now. We're at episode 30. So it's a big deal. You have not noticed if you're just joining us, you're tuned into Cannabis and Chardonnay. We'd mm -hmm. love for you to visit, uh, visit, visit the website, uh, cannabisandchardonnay.com and tune in, comment, join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. because uh, you know it's television season, so this is us and all of our shows come on. So we have to wrap this up pretty quick, usually on Tuesday show. In Join Boston us at and LA are playing. <laughs> yes, in Boston and LA are playing today. So Ooh, I'm representing oh my, my Celtics. Celtics beat that ass. I represent LA, so it is what it is. Don't make me choose. <laughs> I represent LA. He was raised out. Let me see. Wait, wait. I was trying to be cool with this. Crenshaw District. Can you I represent Boston. He was raised out in Crenshaw District. Boom. No, no. Okay. <laughs> you didn't know why? Because I, I heard that song like earlier today. I was cleaning up my house, right? I was doing the dishes. And I was like, doing it, doing it, doing it. <laughs> and then you just have these flashbacks, like when you're a kid and how important music was growing yeah. up and having music in the household. And for me, it was like playing music. When I had to do my chores, usually Saturdays, my father was out working really early. So it's like, you know what you're supposed to get accomplished during the day. So you sleep in a little bit, you get up, you eat breakfast, you be lazy, then you blast your music from the day, you sweep in, you mop in, you're doing it and doing it and doing it. Well, we're 16, she was raised at Brooklyn. Facts. <laughs> no, so today's episode, people, we're talking about detoxing. You already heard Creative say he's detoxing and we're detoxing but i'm detoxing from something entirely different because my husband felt led to take our tv and throw it away mm. Wait, was it flat screen it was a flat screen Why it, was, it was a 60 inch flat screen and my husband well 55 inch flat screen and my husband threw it out because you see what happened was i was watching something on the internet YouTube, y'all know how I do. Shout out to Tasha K, Unwind with Tasha K, because I watch her at least three, four times a week. I just love her show. 
I was watching Tasha K a couple weeks back and I realized a lot of what she was saying was resonating with where I was in life, just detoxing physically and then also eliminating certain bullshit from your life from your job from your brand. And with that came though all these interesting stories, you know, of people and I found myself enamored. We have uh, Outrageous on the line with us. She's calling in. I think she might be having some technical difficulties. So rock with me as we get her on the line. But y'all think about that. Are there some things that y'all need to be detoxing in your life? Not just drugs, alcohol, but people, television, social media. Because right now, the whole world is fucked up. It's on drugs. And you know how I know it's on drugs? Because hip hop taught me. And Future just came out with an album last week called The World World on Drugs. So we're going to get into that. But before we get into that, we got to get our girl outrageous on the line. Because I know she has some things to say about it. She's been calling. <laughs> How many albums is this dude going to drop? He oh. drops one each year. Future? He just dropped one like, th- um, like three weeks ago. Which one? Outrageous. What was the uh, name of it? Okay. I don't know the name. Oh, I can't connect to my phone. I don't know why. So this new album is uh, called. Are you sure. Did you click on the link? What is it called? Yeah, usually open. Future and Juice World. Yeah, Future and Juice World. Okay, well we have you on speakerphone. Outrageous! Say what up to the people. We're celebrating Stylus's birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, Stylus! <laughs> <laughs> right? Said, oh. It's okay. How are you today? Oh. I'm good. How's everyone? We're cool. We're just uh, talking about the world on drugs. Man, today's episode is called The Detox, and uh, there's just so much going on. And y'all know we got our notes, but before we really get deep, we're going to ask you to pour up your glass of Chardonnay, roll up your strain, join this conversation. Tonight, we are smoking on two different strains. Gorilla Glue. And what's the other one called, Silas? Zerbert. Zerbert. (laughs) Zerbert. Yeah, it's a hybrid mixture of sherbet and uh, dessert. (laughs) So that's what we're sipping on and smoking on today. So grab your strand and join on in. So today, outrageous. You care to tell the people why you felt passionate about today's topic? Because I already told people about my epiphany. My husband took our TV and threw it out because... I was watching something on TV and started getting all emotional and started comparing my life to what it's not. And then my husband was like, you really need to like go in the mirror and look at what you did this week alone and then ask yourself why you feel like such a loser. And I thought to myself, maybe, maybe television is influencing me and social media is influencing me to where I'm not able to see all the things that I'm grateful for. Maybe there needs to be some type of a detox. But of course, the world is in flames with fuckery. So of course, I was drawn to the headlines. And I was watching Tasha K. And Tasha K was sharing some stories. And I just was kind of like, what's going on, right? <clears throat> with people in general. <clears throat> Why are people fighting each other? Why are these women coming out writing tell-all books on men? Why are people like Cat Williams going on his Instagram live and cussing out his ex-girlfriend who he hasn't been with for multiple years? Like, what's going on? Why are the basketball players beating each other up? Why are 
is Guatemalan, Guatemalan culture trying to come into America by foot, migrating, but all we can focus on is the transgenders wanting civil rights and equality, which is not a problem, but I'm just saying there's so much shit going on that we all need a fucking detox. Outrageous, how you do it? Like, what was, what was in your mind frame when you really thought about it? Because I know for me, it was like Future coming out with another album, like you said, creative, and it being all about drugs. I'm like, dude, isn't this cat like almost 40? Albums about drugs. The album is called The World Is On Drugs. So y'all know I it's got my collab- research. It's a collaborative project with a younger artist named Juice World. Yes. Uh, who's a, a lot more on the pop tip and you know the along the lines of like the Yachty's, the trippy reds and uh, I just wish yeah. he could at least spell world right. He <laughs> spell world W R. He spelled world without the O. You spell mm. world without the O, and people think it's cute to write Facebook posts in lowercase capital freaking words that should be capitalized at the beginning of the sentence and then they don't put a period or a comma and they don't even care to spell right. And then you have this dude come out and he spells world wrong and he says world on drugs. But that I'm not I judging future. I know he meant to do that, but it's kind of agitating to me because these people, the kids look up to. So I'm going to show you some research on this because y'all know I got to share. I got to hit that screen share. That screen share. All right, so Double XL, shout out to Double XL for this article. And this article is called, as I scroll, Drugs. It, it, it's called The Best Lyrics. Hold on, I'm on a PC, y'all, because my, my Mac is down. <laughs> my Mac is oh. down. So, Future and Juice World, World on Drugs, album 20 of the best lyrics. For an artist, there's usually no higher honor than collaborating with your musical idol, especially early in one's career. Rising star Juice World experienced this firsthand after he and Rap Vet Future locked themselves in the studio. I don't see nothing on the screen. I'm sorry. Hello. I think I lost him. Am I live by myself? What'd you say? I can't see y'all. I can't hear you. I hear you now. Can you see this? Can you see this here? I don't see. I just see a black screen. Okay, I see it. I see it now. Perfect. Sorry, y'all. Y'all know what it's like having a live show in a PC. I'm still trying to pull it. Okay, so shout out to all my gamers, you know, on the PCs. I don't mind that. Let's just look at this cover art for a minute, though. We got, I guess this is an alien or the back of a head or something. It's the world. Oh, that's the planet. I'm sorry. The planet. uh, A planet Earth and a cup of lean being poured and dripped all over planet Earth. Wow. The pharmaceuticals are mm-hmm. floating and flying around as if that's the galaxy and the stars. Look at this shit. Somebody come look at me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> look, look at the stars. <laughs> so Juice World and Future collaborated and they put together World on Drugs. That being said, these are 20 of the tap, like the lyrics from this album. Number one was 
from song Jet Lag. Popping me up, drugs, got a bad bitch like Megan Good, chop along like a golf club, hold that bitch like Tiger Woods, fuck your bitch, I might as well. I heard that pussy good, all riding the range, riding the rover, I'm switching lanes, losing composure. That's from Juice World. Mm. <laughs> Number two, astronauts. Astronaut. Alien. I'm not a regular guy, Emilio Pucci. Not regular fly. It's been a year since I went in the mall. I'm not a regular guy. We put them beams on a semi. You better be ready to die. Oh, oh Lord. I got on wings <laughs> like a Bentley. I feel way too high, clearly. Left the sticker on the window. Still got the paper tag. Louis Vuitton bandana. Too many shopping bags. Richard, Richard Mile or Richard Millie. Or the Rolly, oh yeah, Millie or the Rolly. It don't tick tock. Herm, Hermes bandana, just like Tupac. Okay. Ooh. Fine China. Show you like a thousand dollar plate. Fine China. Tell her that she beautiful every day. I remind her. Then I jump in the pussy like a lake. I'm a diver. And her last man was a pussy had a vagina. <laughs> I got lost in her eyes like the dust from the skies. It's her body or nobody. I refuse to compromise. So if she leaves, I'm a killer. Oh. Oh. Oh, Whoa. she'll die. Oh. Whoa. Did I say that out loud? I'm so crazy about mine. You see, listen, 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 listen. Did we lose our no, I think our rage is probably better for the uh the connection. Yep, she right here. We gotta get her in here. And we gotta promote her to a movie. I'ma hear you and I'm promoting you to a motherfucking panelist because we got to talk. The world is on drugs, okay? It's time to detox, okay? Young women and men beware, okay? Because this drug trend, it's rising and it's not cute anymore. Why aren't we stopping this? Like, why are we giving future the opportunity to come on? and put albums out where we all become crackheads. And I say we, because I'm no better than anyone. Right now, I happen to be clean off of drugs for over seven, eight years at this point. So, well, 14 all along, but I had a little dip up in 2010. So eight years now, I've been back on my, my straight and narrow path. Why are we promoting drugs? Why are these chicks thinking it's cute to like be around these dudes on drugs. Didn't Ariana Grande just lose Mac Miller and that affected her current relationship. So she now broke up with him because allegedly he has drug addictions too. And allegedly she may not be wanting to follow down the same path with her past relationships. So it's like, we need to talk about this. Creative, what do you say, homie? Um. I, I just think it's the it's what's popular and everybody's like in the circles is doing it and I don't think it'll ever change because it's what's promoted on TV and everything. It's like it's everywhere. It's pop culture. Drugs is pop culture now. And, is it, and no matter how many people happened, die. Like, it's not making sense to me. You see what I'm saying? Like you got people in jail for drugs and shit. But then they allow rappers to go and put out albums about drugs and being high all the time, knowing the influence of mm -hmm. 
knowing the influence that these people have. Well, sadly, they're making drugs more popular to women. Women are being more strung out than men. So maybe it's really geared towards that. And that's why they allow it. But I wonder if women know when men do drugs, their penis does not stay hard. When a man is high off of cocaine, you're not getting the dick. <laughs> limp. I'm just saying, I just want you to know from experience, you're not getting the dick. He's on ecstasy. If he's on Adderall, if he's drunk, so what about why would you, if he's on Hennessy, <laughs> because the whole point is, it's like, you're not getting the dick. Am I the only one who thinks this way? No. Anyone here? It's like a woman's the same thing. Like the dude could get the cooch because it's a hole there. So if she passes out drunk, slip on a lubricated condom. But what? Uh, I'm, just saying, condoms these days. I'm just saying that's how the stupid mentality of like, how many rapists do you know go and say to the woman, listen here, I'm going to rape you, but I want to make sure you I get your vagina nice and wet so that this doesn't hurt you. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. They forcefully enter. So I say all that to say. Why are we celebrating drug culture? We're celebrating it so much so to where it's, it's infiltrating in other industries. Did you guys hear about the reality TV star and his girlfriend that got caught up and are being charged basically for, they're being accused allegedly drugging and raping women. Have y'all heard about that? I ain't heard about that one. Which one? This dude had a show, according to USA Today, shout out to USA Today, a former Bravo TV reality contestant, I'm sorry, and his girlfriend plead not guilty to rape drugging charges, okay? So what had happened was a former reality contestant got accused, he's 38 years old and his girlfriend is 31. They were charged with rape, charged with rape by use of drugs as well as kidnapping and assaulting these women. Dance crazy. Creative. Yeah. Y'all hear me? I can I hear you. you. I'm just oh. kind of like, I'm baffled because I had to stop right there. How does a 38 year old and a 31 year old go about this thinking that this is cool? You're in your 30s, so you clearly know what decision making processes should be. So, how are you doing that? So, they're, they're okay. So, they're from Newport Beach, okay? It says orthopedic surgeon started an episode, started, sorry, this thing keeps giving me some breaking news. I don't want your breaking news. I want the my breaking news. Go back. Ugh, they look dirty. Right, don't they? Let me show y'all what these people look like. I'm sorry, y'all. I should be showing y'all what these people look like because it is a muck, okay? Let's check them out. They're right here, okay? Can y'all see my screen? Yep, I see it. Okay, so this is what they look like, okay? This is the orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Grant Williams, Robichaud, and his girlfriend. They've been charged with drugging and raping 
at least two women. Sorry, let me go down here. I'm trying to scroll. The PC is just too slow. I miss my math daddy. We're going to give this one more try, y'all, before I give it on up. Because I'm just like... <laughs> I just want to talk about that because we can insinuate, right? We can insinuate that the story is, I met these people at a club. They invited me back to my house, to their house. They offered me drugs. We had sex. They filmed it. And now that I'm sober and realize what the fuck happened, this is not okay. I don't ever want to victim shame anyone. Is drugs, are drugs the main culprit in, in these scenarios? Or are they gateways? leading to things that people wouldn't normally do if they were actually sober-minded because everyone has a different self-esteem. Yes and no. Yes, Sex these circumstances the can be avoided. Yes, these circumstances can be avoided because when you're not on drugs, you can make clearer decisions. However, let's be honest, people are getting on drugs because they want to get on drugs. Yes. Nobody's really coercing you at the end of the day. It's something that you want to try unless someone puts a gun or chokes you and is like, you're going to take this pill and just like there are instances where that happens where you're forced to take drugs. But in most of these circumstances, you're dealing with young women. Take my own story, for instance. My first time trying drugs was going out to a, to a club with my friends and everybody's taking a pill and they're like, come on, girl, let's all have a good time. But at the time, I was like, I'm only going to take half because I was so concerned on how fucked up who's going to get us home safely. And this was a time where Uber didn't exist. All there were were taxi cabs and the drivers were usually really sketch. Mm. So you did not want to be in a cab with some sketchy driver. And usually if you go to a club with your friends, you leave with your friends. That's like the MO, right? Everybody knows that we come together, we leave together. So you being the odd chick out saying, I don't want to drive with you guys because you've been drinking. It's very seldom happens. There are some anomalies out there. I've been that person, but I've also been that person who's been like, nah, fuck it, let's go home. We can drive, you know, making bad choices. So my whole thing is we really, really, really have to dig to the root of why we want to be high all the time. And why do we associate being high with fun or you're not having fun unless you're high creative you don't even consume alcohol or do drugs so i know you can attest to this it must drive you crazy when people are like oh it's boring if they're if you go someplace where people aren't drinking and doing drugs i'm sure you've encountered that well it's a um shoot really you, i can't go nowhere without people not doing drugs or drinking <laughs> <laughs> Even as a sober person, everybody's like, gotcha. there, 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 there are certain like, places that are out there where you don't have to, you know, you, it's a higher form of thinking and, yeah. and people want to be sober. There's groups. In the Where's place. that at? <laughs> the opera. <laughs> no, they have alcohol at the opera. Yeah, they get <laughs> But Everybody pregame now. You talking drugs. I, I kind of separate <laughs> liquor and drugs a little bit. Alcohol is a drug to me. That's the same thing. I kind of separate. <clears throat> there's wine and there's spirits. You can't separate it. 
because there's wine and then there's spirits. Has anybody ever asked why they call it spirits? I was just about to ask you to tell us why they call it spirits, T. With the spirits. Another spirit succumbs you. They're using vegetables in their poisonous state. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Wine is fermented grapes, right? If it gets too fermented, it becomes vinegar, right? Mm -hmm. But it still has some nutritionist value to it. Nutritional value to it. That's a drug, right? But, but it's a sedative. I like that. It's a sedative. I like that. Um, let's just say the spirits are the things you have to be careful with, okay? The spirits be things like poison, okay? Tequila. Mm -hmm. If you're drinking Jose Cuervo, you're poisoning yourself. Get some freaking agave, okay? If you are into vodka and you're drinking Smirnoff and stuff, reevaluate your situation, okay? Because <laughs> the way things are processed, it's important how it affects your body. They pre-gaming before church now. What? Yeah. I did that. Let me stop. <laughs> Okay, so what happened was when I'm I was first when I was first trying to get my life right with Jesus, I would smoke weed before church. I would. Oh, going all the way to hell with spinach. <laughs> you smoked weed before church. I did. But and after church, church too. All the and way. After church. You, I, you can't con I I couldn't condemn you. I mean, why can't you just eat a gummy or something? You know what? <laughs> Why could I eat an edible? Well, technically, it was before my house, so I was already people, showered. It wasn't like I was on my way. No, I'm lying again. Wait. <laughs> I know you. Take medication. I have smoked weed while going to church. I have not been doing this. I'm sorry, Jesus. People have I'm medicine cabinets. <laughs> that's that's the truth. Yes. Thank what? you for that truth. Artificial <laughs> intelligence appreciates that. Listen, I can't sit up here and lie because some of my people watch me like, oh, you know we were smoking one day before we were going to church or broad. You know we smoked once we got up and we prayed. Listen, it's not right, okay? It's not right for you to do anything that's going to violate your personal conscience. It hasn't violated my, my personal conscience in a while because I've been educated. But I wouldn't recommend anybody follow me in my footsteps. I'm not Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm Tanisha McGregor. I'm not Jesus. So I'm just kind of like, yo, you need to just. She makes me sick. Reevaluate some shit, man. Yeah. But back to our stories, people, because we got up on a tangent. So creator <laughs> says he can't get, he can't go nowhere, even being a sober person without everybody being somehow lit. Yeah. Creative, yeah. how is it for you? I mean, outrageous, how is it for you? Outrageous is always high. She doesn't know. <laughs> I don't like the word high. I don't We're either. taking that away. Like We're elevated. Listen, Beyonce said it best. She said, I'm on another level, no passengers on my plane. You want to know something? I, I just want to say this because I don't know. I, I don't know how many people realize how being sedated for some people is very necessary. Some yeah, people, very necessary. Some people should be sedated. I am one of those people. I am. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> some people should be sedated. I am one of those people. <clears throat> and what I have discovered 
and being sedated is I let a lot of things go that would normally drive me over the edge. You know what? I love that you said that word sedated. I like elevated because I can function 100% on cannabis. I microdose throughout the day. So it is I'm able to function. But for some people... What are you functioning like? Like when you say function, it's like, to me, it comes <laughs> up like... To people... I have a company, I have a six-figure company that I run. It's my company with my husband. I have clients, okay? But I also have bipolar disorder. And many, many moons ago, I was taking the bipolar medication and it was killing me emotionally. I also have lupus, okay? The medication to, to keep myself stable was killing me. So... So cannabis. So yeah. different. So it's not that it's I'm smoking separate. weed. It's not that I'm smoking weed to get high. Although that's a, a wonderful byproduct. I'm not. I only really smoke cannabis. Like what I really go in is just for this show. Every other day that I'm in, every other day that I'm consuming cannabis, I'm vaporizing my doses according to what I need for my day in the morning to give myself an appetite. People don't know what it's like to have lupus. Okay. It's not something I'm glorifying. I'm not trying to fucking be the poster child. But I want to say that sometimes you wake up and physically, you're just not feeling life. Everything hurts. You feel nauseous. And you don't want to be dealt with. So for me, grabbing my vaporizer, putting it on at about 385, this puts me where I need to be. Couple of puffs, I'm good to go. Middle of the day. Good to go. Before I go to bed, good to go. But, but Tuesday right, is my so, day to go right. with you guys. See, yeah, but see, for me, that's different. So let's talk about that future album, okay? Because you spoke about drugs, but it was generalized. And then you broke things down later on just now when you mentioned positive sides to using. Marijuana, cannabis is not a drug. So tell people need to be educated on that. You got to separate that. And, and they made it a, the Nancy, the Reagan administration, the whole fucking just say no bullshit was exactly. Okay, well, listen. Yes. This is what it is for some people. Well, not for some people, just for me. I'm going to speak for me. You know, I don't really like to use general. I just use myself and I don't like stupid ass people. And every day I encounter them on a uh, regular basis. Oh, wait, wait. Define no, what is stupid ass people? Stupid ass people. <laughs> break that down. Elaborate. For me, please break it down. Okay. This, what are like, like, I, I, I want to identify it because I'm visually listening to you. I'll give you an example of a stupid person. One. I can we have at least four? I could give you 50. Can, I, can we stick to one example? No, I need multiple because... Let's start with one and then we'll elevate as we continue. <laughs> we'll start with one. A person that thinks they're philosophical, but they're not. But they're trying at great lengths to make you and themselves believe that they are. <laughs> that fucking bothers me. I hate it. What else? A different person now. A different person? A different type of person. When you go out in the world and you have these conversations and you're like, either you're going to flip them in the bird or you're going you're gonna to smoke out and calm down. What type of person? I don't like people that 
say things that they know they shouldn't say. And then when somebody addresses that thing, they're oblivious. That fucking bothers me. Like what? Anything that you know you said. For example, like in my everyday life, in my family that are like that. Like, like what have you experienced? Like, how did it make you feel? You want a lot. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I have experienced just today a person asking me if I had a key. I told this person, no, I don't have the key because I'm not the key carrier. They left. <laughs> they came back. <laughs> And ask me again for the fucking key. My face. <laughs> I'm done fucking talking to you. You're not going to speak anymore. Because I would never have the fucking key. I just... would never have. Thank you. <laughs> I would never touch that key. Every key. Gorilla glue. So that was just today. Another example, another example. If you know that you faint when you have to get your blood drawn, mm -hmm. don't sit in my fucking chair. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So that's your job. Let me tell you something. I'm the girl who sits there and says, can you count me in the three and tell me when to turn my head? So I don't want you to be my phlebotanist. And I don't want to be a phlebotomist if you don't want to get your fucking blood drawn. <laughs> I just don't. So do you think all the people who are dumb are on some kind of a drug, some type of a sedative, whether it be cannabis or opioids or whatever? Do you feel like these people are considered to be dumbasses? Because a lot of people say that people are dumb, people are dumb. But I wonder sometimes when I say people are dumb, how many people are encounter that look at me and be like, this bitch is dumb. I wonder how many people think that about me. <laughs> no, because you're brilliant. But then again, you have to be somewhat sedated because people annoy you and they yes. annoy you because you're brilliant and you can't figure out why. Every <laughs> time, okay, so I come, okay, everybody knows that already this is my biological birth blood sister, right? I call her up a lot, have mental, emotional breakdowns, crying because I'm like, but, but, but all I thought common sense told me Instead of calling people dumb motherfuckers because I used to, I'm really working on my vernacular. So I say, I don't understand. I'm confused and it makes me angry. When I'm confused, I get upset. And so I don't understand. Can you explain to me? Common sense would say, and then I explain what and I think is common them. sense. And then people usually look at me weird. And so I get a witness and I say, can I get a witness? Is what and I'm saying stupid. And, and then, then I that witness says, no, it's making no, no. sense. It's that they're dumb. I'm going to give you a true thing. But is that it because they're high? Are they on drugs? Most of them are. And I'm going to tell you what happened to me today. And you know what? I always end up going back to certain things because it's like a pet peeve of mine. But I was in the south end of Massachusetts, Boston today. Mm -hmm. I was in Boston, Massachusetts in the south end. So that means I was like on the edge of Roxbury and I'm driving down the street. And people there think that they can just walk out into the crosswalk, even if the big orange hand that says don't walk. <laughs> Someone did that to me today. 
while I was driving my daughter to school mm. and taking myself to work because she goes to school across the street from my hospital. Mm. <laughs> this man jumped right in front of my car. The good in me said, hit him. <laughs> the good in you said, hit him? The good in me. Said, I didn't know it was the good. It was the good. The good in me said, hit him. The bad in me said, don't hit him, Pokey. Just tell him you would have. So I, I did. I love you. Do you yeah. know he walked up to my vehicle and stuck his head in the window Ooh. and started talking to me? <laughs> what color his skin was? Do you know what color his skin was? Should I care? It was white. <laughs> she said, it was white. And do you know what? Do you know what texture his skin was? Wet. Because I wet his behind with my Poland spring. <laughs> no. We are just telling a story, Facebook, so that if anybody ever comes across this video, this was just a story for dramatic effects. <laughs> We're going to do what the reality stars do. For no, the record and on the record. be indicted. I'm not wetting him on Mass Avenue. But I say that people do things that don't make sense. Absolutely. And, and, my, and our argument for today is do people need to detox from the things that are intoxicating them and sedating them to the point where they can't fully function? Because yes. I think a lot of us can think, I think, I think a lot of us go through our days knowing that we're encountering some stupid motherfucker. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And we all think that. But it's like, when do we start holding people accountable? Like we talked about future continuously puts out how it's about drug culture, right? Drug mm -hmm. culture. People don't want to be held accountable. That's why they can't they hold others accountable. And they press charges. They want to go and play the and they game. Press charges. They want to go in, off into the world and just consume and have fun and do what the world is telling them to do. Man. Yep. Facts. And that's a problem, right? Because we are idolizing the wrong things, right? Facts. I watched, I watched a couple of years ago on Real Housewives of Atlanta where Candy Burris had a mental and emotional breakdown on air because there was a rumor about her having a sex dungeon, right? And now, yeah, yeah and now in 2018, <laughs> she has a sex dungeon. And she has these Instagram oh, models oh. like Delicious from Flavor of Love, you know, co-signing it. And young women are looking to these women and they're going and getting body modifications, right? And what do the doctors prescribe you when you have those body modifications? They oh, prescribe you drugs, they prescribe you opioids, pharmaceuticals. pharmaceuticals. So you're taking these drugs because you want to look a certain way, because you want to be this sex uh, vixen and you want to be in the sex dungeon. And I, I hate that Candy went and made this, not that, it's, not that my little opinion matters, but I love, I was a fan of Candy because she's a, an amazing woman and writer from what I've seen throughout the decades. But I was a little bit confused when she came out with the sex dungeon as a business after she made a big deal about that hurt in her life, hurt in her brand when the rumor was that she had a sex dungeon, she was drugging women and bringing them back to her sex dungeon. That was the rumor. So if something like that hurt you so much, why would you go and start a business out of it? Stop lying, churches. Churches, stop telling people that their mess is a message. Churches, stop telling people that their mess is a message. No, your mess is bad decisions. 
and you're going to suffer from depression because of your bad decisions and your regrets. And you're going to use drugs and alcohol to mute those voices. Mm -hmm. Churches, stop telling people that their mess is a message. And if they get some money off of it, God has blessed this and God is blessing you. And now you can go help other people. Just because you can give somebody else some money don't mean you're helping them. Mm -hmm. How about you live a life where your character is strong? And this is where my challenge comes in as a real person because I'm fucked up. Okay? I'm not perfect. I'm not fucked up as in, I can't function in life, but... When I say I'm fucked up, it's my way of humbling myself to say, I have a lot of growing to do in other areas. I wish I can be more consistent in certain ways. So I'm not challenging anybody to be anything other than what I'm challenging myself to be. But what I'm saying is people start finding esteem. You know what I'm saying, creative? Yes. I know what you're saying, I'm just saying, I'm one of those people that is not afraid to be honest with themselves about who they are. And I'm yep. just not there yet. I'm not, I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry, world, people, everybody here in the group. I just am not there where I can just let anything go yet. Where I could let it roll off and don't say anything and not speak my mind or say yeah. how I feel. I don't have that filter. I don't think I'm gonna ever have it and somebody asked me today, do you know how you sound? Of course I do, I'm saying this shit. I know exactly how I sound. Do I give a fuck how you think I sound? No, I don't. Because I feel like no matter what I'm doing, however I'm feeling, it's valid. Whether yeah. it feels like it's mature or that I'm being accountable or not, it's, it's how I feel and I'm, my truth is my truth and who I am is just who I am. It's either people are going to accept me for who I am or they're not. But by no means am I going to stop and start to filter myself or candy coat things for people because nobody does that for me. Nobody really takes the time out to think about anyone's feelings until their feelings are actually hurt. Isn't and it interesting? The mirror of the feeling hurting until their feelings get hurt and then they want somebody to have a little bit of etiquette or show a little bit of maturity or somebody has to be the bigger person. And the people that are on drugs use this the most. They are high, they're strung out. I saw a woman today, cause you know, I drive past the, they have a free zone where people can actually do drugs in my city. They're doing heroin. You told me that. They're doing heroin and the culture now, they're younger and younger. There are kids that I went to school with and younger and kids the age of my kids that are, are using these drugs that are standing outside waiting to be narcaned because it's cool to OD. You know, it's, it's things like this that they're doing and they, they're giving them clean needles. They're giving them uh, condoms. They're telling them if you're gonna prostitute, use a condom. Why not not prostitute? Why are you telling them that this is okay in this area? Because they're doing all the wrong things. And society is basically telling them that it's okay. They don't mind the less of two evils. You know, like take for instance, the thing that had took presence before uh, Trump took office. Like 
People didn't like Trump, but people didn't like Hillary. You know that. New elections, election that's going on. And everyone in society who I cross had said, hey, it's the less of two evils, we, you know? They, they didn't even mind. They just didn't want to deal with the person shit. who they thought was the worst. I feel like both of them were bad. I didn't peg either one of them for the face of the country. But people were okay with that. Rather than stand up and protest at the White House before Trump took office, you know what? on a mass level, they waited. We don't even need a president. What do we need to, what decisions does the president actually, we don't need a president. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The United States of America stopped being a country many, many moons ago. So what I'm saying the is president the is not the president. He's the CEO of the fucking company. America's a company. So America needs a president because America needs someone to be the face for the puppeteers so that the puppeteers aren't figured out because the president is only the person who is calling the shots of people who have already ordered it. You know He's that. a boy. Go on, get your duffel bag. What does little Wayne say? Go on, get your duffel bag, boy. Go on, get your duffel little duffel bag, boy. Little Wayne said it. Into what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a ball. To say something. Yes, the wall. Go on, get your duffel bag. Oh, little easy. <laughs> easy. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm on one tonight, y'all. No, seriously, like the country's pretty fucked up. But you know what else stood out? Yeah, to me? But nobody, nobody, nobody really understands that the president has to be that cookie cut person. The new president, the, the president is supposed to be that cookie cut person. It's supposed to Our be. The president is not a cookie cut. No, he's not. But that's what the president is supposed to be. Oh, gotcha. gotcha, gotcha. Yep. And since we didn't get that, I'm going to tell you the truth and I'm just going to be honest with you. I didn't peg Donald Trump for the president, but you know I like him. I don't disagree with a lot of the stuff that he says, if I'm, I'm honest. I like Donald Trump. I don't like him for the president, but I like him. I liked him when he had the apprentice because I love him because he reminds me of who I want to be which is rich. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> nothing more, nothing less. He's rude. I, I, I like the fact that he says what's on his mind. He doesn't care. I even like that as the president. <laughs> Sorry. I got a call from Wheezy. <laughs> the president tweets. Did you hear me? Yes. The president tweets. He gets on the internet and he tweets things like everybody can blow me <laughs> okay, okay. New my president do play a circle in the white house <laughs> the president on social media and says things like he said get high well here we go ready I'm a ball. Go and get your duffel. Go and get your money, little duffel bag boy. Ben said, "I love." 
That's our president. That's our president. Our president said, if I don't do nothing, I'm a ball. I'm I would just like ball. everybody to know that we did not have a black president one. for eight years. We just got him. <laughs> you know what? I think that Donald Trump is going to be the president for the next cycle. I do. Donald Bumps. Michelle Obama is going to be the next president. Michelle Obama is going to be the next president. Crazy. <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. Yes, I am. I'm going to be the next president. I mean, if Dylan and Donald Trump be the president, I can win. Didn't you just say we don't need a president and now you we got don't. We don't need a president. We don't need a president because he really doesn't make any what decisions. Do so just pretend he does. We need me. Hey, Vote for outrageous. <laughs> outrageous 2020. I even have my poster pose. 2020 experience. 2028. 2028. No, see my poster pose. I want to I want to bring up something though that was very important to me, right? So Ti did a video about the first lady. Well, I'm sorry, he didn't do a video about the first lady. He did a video featuring a woman who emulated the first lady in the emulation of the Oval Office. Now, mm. people are like, some people are 50-50 and on the fence about it. They're like, well, she was a Playboy model, right? She did do what she did, so he's only presenting something that's true. But a lot of people are like, but nah, they need to be respectful, right? Yeah. How much respect should we have for people who have beauty, right? But they use it in a different way than we would expect them to. Case in point, this girl, Brittany Renner. Have you guys heard of Brittany Renner? Yeah, yeah. Creative, who's Brittany Renner? Tell the people, please. She was an IG model who, um, you know what I'm saying, put the IG model booty pics up. And then got a lot of followers. And then she contacted uh, Colin Kaepernick and she said that she had to pay her own flight to go see him. The new president. What? She said, Colin, you want this booty and you about to charge me? Mm-hmm. This booty. She was mad. Well, let me tell you something about Miss Brittany. Brittany uh -huh. is the next Corinne Stephens. What? Brittany has come up with a new book. Oh yes, she has, Here and we we're go. gonna we're gonna talk Time's about it. <laughs> women, listen, women, you have to educate yourself to do better because your looks are not going to always open the door to a man's heart and or wallet. So you have to think about how you want to present yourself, and if you're gonna have your little sex uh, sex capades, have them in private. Why do they need to be personalized? Like, I am all for a female sexuality being expressed responsibly because that's between you and God, not my business. But what I don't want to know is the details of that choice that you made. Unless it was we can hear you. Oh, okay. What I don't want to know is your sex capades. You can keep that private. You see what I'm saying? Because what women are going to do, little girls are going to read that book and they're going to be like, listen, all I need is some titties and an ass and I need to be at the right place at the right time and I'm good. And it's not the facts. Huh? Why do you think we want to read your book, bitch? Well, her <laughs> book is talking about, let's talk about what her book is talking about. I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know. Shout out to Boss Up for this article. Um, let me let y'all know what this article is saying about Britney's book. Now, it says, Judge the, the article <laughs> title is Judge This Poon. Readers think Britney Renner guzzled little Uzi's kids and dodged a six-some with Drake and her salacious tell-all book, okay? And this is some of the comments that people made on Twitter after reading Who's the book. Who's a baby daddy? 
she doesn't have any kids. So it says this, um, booty goddess Brittany Renner recently released her memoir of mysterious celebrity se uh, sex capades. And now that folks have gotten them in the mail, they've had time to speculate about who she did and didn't smash between covers. In the past, Renner has been romantically linked to Lil Uzi Vert, Takashi 69 Drake, and Colin Kaepernick, okay? And so this is what people are saying on the internet. Let's go ahead and, uh, I'm not gonna play Lil Uzi Vert's video because I don't really, I'm not feeling him. This PC is gonna drive me crazy, but I'm gonna try to get at least one. So she said, chapter seven, I swallowed his kids. Hold on one second. And I quote from her Instagram page. I swallowed your kids twice before noon. I call that a champion's breakfast. <laughs> she said that? And I quote. She's a rapper? No. <laughs> and then this person said, Brittany Renner on Trey songs. She found pleasure from being choked and slapped during sex. Yeah. She got turned on when he grabbed her face, spit in her mouth, and sucked it all back up and finished with a long, sloppy kiss. <laughs> you bitches is nasty. Is Brittany white? You only do that with your husband. Is Brittany white? Next, Brittany, next comment, Drake hit Brittany up and told her Brittany he had COVID coming over for group play and invited her to participate in a six-time wonder why he got a kid now. These are tweets that people have written. I'm only speaking what people have published. This is not what I know personally, so this is all allegedly. And it says, Brittany Renner, this is my favorite comment out of all the ones I read. It said, Brittany Renner could have built a multi-million fitness lifestyle brand, and she decided this was better. Social media influence is dangerous. Hashtag bag fumbled shout out to gabrielle on twitter because she she spoke what i thought you know what i mean um so let's open that up for discussion people should we should she not tell the details keep them private should she have used the body that she paid for to foster a fitness business and and be a guru or should she be telling girls about her sex capades with these rappers that these girls already yeah, fantasize with? I don't think that she should use the body that she paid for to become a fitness guru because that's false advertisement. <laughs> but these did girls she, are already doing that. For it? In these Instagram streets, these girls are doing that. Actually, get it. So her, yeah, hers is all natural. For hers is natural. Nah, man. Nah, man. Yeah. Google yeah. that shit. Prove me wrong, somebody. Google that shit. Prove me wrong. Show, show me the paperwork where she got to pay for. Let me, me show me the receipts. Okay? Surgery is whack. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you, buddy. That's how sorry. I feel about that part. She's not going to do a fitness video and become a fitness module. module. But she's been putting her ass all over Instagram. But that's nice because that's what they use it for. She paid for it so people would look at it. And that's all it's there for. Well, then that ends that case. Where her to believe that she did squats to get it. It's not for her to make believe that she took prenatals and I did a hundred punky Brewster pumps. Punky Brewster pumps. <laughs>
for her breasts. I must, I must, I must increase my breasts. <laughs> Outrageous, you're wrong for that. You just okay, so that's that. Secondly, no, she shouldn't have kept any of her sexcapades private. You know why? Why? Because they wanted to read it. They read it. But why do we need to know who she's humping and, and we how don't she's need humping? to know? But we found the need when she wrote it, and we could have made the decision to not open it. You know what? I didn't read her book. Let me tell you something. I read R. Kelly's sex victim. I mean, ex girlfriend's book. I'm not saying to say, but I'm just saying in general, if there's a difference, I want to express this thought, if I may. I read R. Kelly's ex-girlfriend's book daddy little freak and she said in the beginning of her book i wrote this book because i want young women to be transformed by this and the reason why she wanted young women to be transformed is because she caught herpes from him and she had a miscarriage all by the age of 21 by this man dang and so i think when she was talking about her sex capades in her book with him and and all these details she was explaining how risky the sexual behavior was and she she mentioned how she was always on drugs he was always feeding her drugs cocaine and ecstasy cocaine ecstasy alcohol and weed the more sex the more high she was she would start blacking out and forgetting days that's the problem that's why i'm so like i'm not going to keep everybody long you know I'm so concerned, outrageous. I felt like you had a great topic where you were like, listen, we need to talk about this drug culture. We need to talk about the world we live in and where it's going with politics right now because there's, we need to take better care of ourselves. This drug epidemic is real, folks. If you wanna get elevated, educate yourself on ways to release your endorphins in a way that works for you because that's all that happens when you become high. The dopamine starts flowing, the endorphins start flowing, you feel good, you feel great. But when you take artificial agents and introduce them into your system to create those moments and you do it frequently, you really lose out over time. And I speak from experience, I really do. Try to live soberly. The world may be on drugs, but you don't have to be on drugs. You can use your time and your energy wisely in moderation. Say you like enjoying your cannabis. Fuck it. Say you like doing your drugs, which you don't recommend. Be responsible. Be responsible. Care about yourself. Care about the people that love you. Because when we die, we don't just, it doesn't just affect us like, oof, got out of that. I'm, I graduated. Now I'm cool people that we leave behind are affected and hurt. The people that we encourage and influence throughout the week on a day-to-day -day basis, they look up to us. We're lights in their life. So if we make a string of bad decisions that ends our journey sooner than we wanted it to, we should at least be motivated by the people that we love to make better choices. For me, that was my decision. I did experience two overdoses. But for me, it was like, you know what? Get your shit together. You can do better than this. So people, we love you. It's time to detox. It may not be drugs for you. It may be television. It may be social media. It may be food. It may be any of the above. Creative, why did you go on your detox? 
to clean my soul and my spirit and my body and to lose weight. How's that going for you? I'm on five. What? No, this is the fourth day with no food. I don't feel hungry. It's just my legs feel a little weak, but I did do legs, a leg workout. So I don't know if it's the detox or the workout right now. So you haven't eaten any food and you're working out? Well, I worked out one day so far. But that's good. I'm just saying you're using your fast time in an amazing way. Like, cause you're exerting a lot of energy in that. You know what I mean? I, I used to fast a lot and it takes a lot when you don't eat after the third day, you become like a zombie sometimes. So kudos to you, brother. How many days did you do it? I've done multiple fasts. So I used to do three day fasts a lot. And then I did one 21 day fast and something amazing. 21 days with no food? Well, I did a Daniel fast, which was no meat, sweets, or alcohol. So I did vegetables only. Mm. And I really didn't do vegetables that much, so I didn't eat. A lot of times I was just drinking water. Okay. My friend, my one of my good friends at the time, Chris, he was helping me through the days. And I had a team of people praying with me for me. On, It's not anything that you do lightly. You don't just do it on a way. I'm like, ha-ha. The Lord was leading me to do some things and I consulted my spiritual advisors and I was like, am I crazy for thinking this? And they're like, no, God may be leading you to purify some things. And anyone who knows me knows that I come from a past where I had to have a season of strict, strict spiritual healing. And I, I dedicated myself to that. And I still dedicate myself to spiritual healing by maintaining my relationship with God on a day-to-day basis. But there was a time in my life where I was super duper emerged and I needed to be. And that 21 day fast brought about the greatest spiritual experience I ever had in my life. And I will share that one day when the time is right. Um, but it was hard to do. So creative kudos to you. I'll be praying for those of you who pray and believe, send some prayer out to our brother to strengthen him so that he can continue this journey. I totally support what he's been doing the past few months transforming physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, that's a big deal. And I think we should support people in that in turn, instead of like supporting people to turn up and get high and be drunk, we should inspire and, and encourage our friends to maintain positive habits that will get them closer to their goals. Because if your friends win, you win. Y'all all be on that yacht in the Mediterranean sipping champagne in France together. You see what I'm saying? Or or enjoying a nice, lovely meal of the most choicest food that's like, ah, prepared to perfection. You can have that. Or maybe just fucking chilling with all of your family in a nice place that you can enjoy. Stop letting drugs rob you of that. Detox people. Stop letting social media rob you of that. And anything else. Cannabis and Chardonnay, creative bully. Tell the people how they can keep in touch with you, brother. Yo, find me at thecreativebully.com and click on any of the links and you will see me entertaining you. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Stylus, happy birthday. Can I give you a hug? Sure. Happy birthday. It's the birthizzle. Happy birthday to Stylus. Tell the people how they can keep in touch with you. What you got going on for the people? I have so much. Um, right now, just go to twostylist.com. Uh, you can also go to my YouTube, Stylist, S-T-Y-L-I-S. You can go to Twitter, all across the board, social media, and just stay tuned. A lot of uh, 
new material is on the way, including music videos, of course. Uh, I'm just getting it all prepared and I'm really taking my time because it's a personal sequence. Uh, so yeah, just rock with me. Rock with them. And it's your girl Sin. You know where to find me, cannabisandchardonnay.com. Subscribe if you want to be a member to support the movement. We appreciate all of you who view every week. So join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m., y'all. Have a beautiful week, family. <laughs> <laughs> booyaka, booyaka. <laughs> <laughs>